Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Curley and I'm joined as always by the Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello Brad. Hey Mike, how are you today? I'm very well, very well indeed. This episode is brought to you all by Harvest and Squarespace and we're going to talk about those eh, those com- fantastic companies later on in the show. So on our last episode, we discussed your top five. And, you know, me being a pen addict apprentice, (laughs) I figure it's only fair I discuss mine too. So originally when I was looking at at putting this together, because we we spoke after a couple of weeks ago after the show when we decided we'd do yours, you said, why don't we do my top five? And I was like, oh, I didn't really know I'd have one. But I do. Like, I know I had a top few, but I didn't know if I would be able to easily come up with five. But mm-hmm. what I did today, I actually... Um, no, sorry, I wrote it a couple of days ago, and I just opened up my Lehit Lab case and just looked at what was in there and just I quite... I mean, because I put all my favourite pens in the case. So I just picked what the, the ones that I love the most, and it was also quite easy for me to rank them as well. There is, there are a couple of that are on your list, but mm-hmm. um, it is. It, there are actually some interesting ones compared to yours. There, are, there is some interesting departures. Um, so I, you know, I, I feel like I have a lot. I feel that mine will probably change a lot more than yours over the coming months and years or whatever, uh, as I learn more and more about the types of pen that I like. Because my number one, which I'll talk about in a moment, I never would have expected to be my number one. That's yeah, that's right. As you kind of get exposed to more, it it really changes. It's yeah. kind of which is kind of what happened to me too, you know, along the way. So, so you know, I've always been a fountain pen man. You know, always mm-hmm. that that was what I've been saying right from the very start when we we did this show and we spoke about last week's episode the fact that I'd helped convert you a little bit over to the dark side or the <laughs> messy side. But um, so you know, and considering I own now the best fountain pen I've ever used, but it's not my number one. Of course, mm-hmm. we all know what my number one pen is. You know, I don't think that there's any surprise when I say yeah. it's the Retro Fifty One Tornado. Yep, I, I was fairly certain that's what I was going to be, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to see. But uh, yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, I love it. You know, there is there is not a there is not one thing, there is not one fault I could pick with the tornado line. I love them. I I, I own four now. I am going to be buying more soon. Um, after an episode after last week's no sorry, after the episode a couple of weeks ago where I spoke about all of the stuff that I bought, me and Brad spent like ten or fifteen minutes after the episode had finished, where I was walking him through. Uh, the Retro 51 UK site and showing him all the peculiar pens and interesting um, models that I'd found there because I'm going to put a link in the show notes to it so it is the UK site but they have on on this site a a bunch of tornadoes I've not seen for sale anywhere else so um, it is very interesting And, and this is one of the things that I love about the tornado line specifically is that there's such wide variation in the type of pen that you can get like I have some I have one that's made of bamboo I have one that is a lacquered metal finish I have you know one that's made of copper 
I, you know, it's just fantastic, and the the ink refills that they use are incredible. The build quality, the overall design, the packaging. There's just there is no, in, in my opinion, this pen does not step a foot wrong in any description. And I know that a lot of our listeners think the same because every day, I feel like nearly every day or every couple of days, I'm having someone um, contact me. You know, mainly on Twitter, telling me that they're either going to buy a tornado or showing me pictures of the tornado that they've just bought, and every every single person tells me they love it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, a, it's an excellent pen. It is. The Retro Fifty One does an amazing job um, with with the tornado line and and really all their their product lines. Their designs are top notch, and the build quality is great, and and the pricing is good. I mean, there's like you said, you know, it's, you know, what's not to love about about that pen? Indeed. I, you know, there's. I just love that. Where I, you know, where like most of the people listening to this show, I'm a, I am a pen collector. I can actually there is in there are enough variations of this one pen, this one pen in this company's whole line that I can make a whole subset collection out of it. Oh, for sure. That'll keep you busy for a while. Yeah, and I think that that that's awesome because this isn't the only pen that Retro 51 do. But it's they have so many versions of it that it's actually enough for me to start collecting on its own, which I am doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is the pen I use the most. Um, That has changed as well. So my, my next pen, which of course, well, maybe not of course, but my my number two is the Vanishing Point. Um, I love my Vanishing Point, but um, especially since I had the new additions in the retro line for me, I have been using that those more. But when it comes to fountain pens, of which as a whole I do prefer fountain pens um, as a writing instrument, there is no better fountain pen than the Vanishing Point. Um, and you know, it's, it, for me, it's not perfect. Um, as I've said before, the clip does kind of get in my way a bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. But that is the only fault on what is otherwise a perfect writing instrument. You know, we we spoke about it at length in last week's episode because it's your number one, right? Right, right, and um, yeah, I mean, I just find it it suits so many needs, um, and and does all those things well, and yeah, it, it's like I said, it, it's it's almost spoiled me, you know, it, it's uh, such a good pen that, you know, I have a hard time, you know, switching up, up fountain pens just because that one's so unique and so good and so quality. It's, 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 it's really great. It's, there's so many great things about this pen. And for me, it's mainly just the mechanism that's what I love the most about it. Like, it it writes as well for me as a bunch of other fountain pens do. And in my next pen that I will talk about in a moment, you know, the, the actual nib quality, is, of course, is excellent, but mm-hmm. it doesn't stand out, you know, like a, a far and away from the crowd in a way, I, I don't feel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good nib, a very, very good nib. And I use the Broad, and I love it. It's the perfect nib. But... I have had that sort of quality from another from other fountain pens, in my opinion, mm-hmm. much cheaper fountain pens, 
Um, but it's the mechanism and the whole package, the, the weight of the pen. The pen is weighted like it's perfect. It is perfectly weighted. And it's the best weighting that I've had in a pen. And I would expect that from the price that I'm paying for it. Right. Um, but it's, it's you know, we just we go back to it and it's just this one little noise. That's, <laughs> no, that's that fantastic, is what, isn't it? For me, that is what makes this pen as special as it is. And every time I use it, I I still get the joy out of it. The the you know it, every time I pick up the vanishing point and I I do that click it feels special every time and that's what makes this pen so awesome to me. That is why it is you know is as high is high up on my list. It is my number two. Mm-hmm. Number three is a pen that I've used for years, um, and before I was a confessed pen addict before I knew as much as I know now, which of course is nowhere near as much as my partner in crime um, about pens. But it was a fa- it is of course a fountain pen, and it's one that I, I had been using just out of chance. It's the Lamy Safari. Mm-hmm. Now I've been u- I've been using Safaris for about three years, um, and I, I you know I just it was one that I picked up in a mid range stationer because it looked good. Um, and you know it was a reasonable price. It was priced enough that I knew it was a good pen, but it wasn't so much that it was going to break the bank. Um, and I've I think I've owned three Safaris. Um, two are currently still in use. Um, I have one that is ink, uh, like a cartridge, and one that I have with a converter. They both work exceptionally well. Um, the you know the with the the pairing of my current Safari with the um, Noodless Heart of Darkness ink is mm. incredible. I forget until every time I use the the Safari how great that ink is as well. It's just like a side, like it is black as black can be, like startlingly so. But the ink distribution from the Lamy I find to be second to none. Um, and the the way that the nib feels like from the moment you take it out of the box, it's ready to go. Um, I don't feel like I've ever had to work uh, a safari in. Um, and But the more that I use it, the more it becomes accustomed to me. But I never start using it and it's it's scratchy or difficult or I feel like, oh, no, it's not. You know, I've, I've got to use this for a couple of weeks, which mm-hmm. I did feel with the vanishing point. I didn't feel like it, I do now, but initially it did feel like it needed some working in. Um, and that might just be because I'm a lefty, so those things can be a bit more difficult. But I mean, you know, it's a plastic pen, but the, it's built nicely. It looks fantastic, and I mean, and I've, I've, so I've been a fan of the Safari for years. I've got, I haven't really got anything bad to say about it. And, and it, it might have the the best clip going on any pen. Oh, I love that clip. clip. Really good looking and and strong, durable clip. Mm-hmm. Great. It's a very a very enjoyable pen, and it's uh, very can happily sit at my number three. Now, before we move on to my number four, I want to talk about our first sponsor this week, and that is Harvest. Um, Harvest have come back to sponsor us again. They sponsored a little earlier in the month. Um, Harvest is a painless time tracking and invoicing application as relied on by the most innovative teams in over 100 countries worldwide. Um, Companies including Happy Cog, which is a fantastic design company, um, Squarespace, and Volkswagen. Um, there's also a ton of other freelance developers, designers, and consultants that use Harvest. And if you go to their website, you will definitely see logos of companies that you recognize and trust. 
You can track your time effortlessly from anywhere using their web client or one of the many apps that they have on platforms including Android, iOS, and they recently released a native Mac application too, so you can track your time whilst you're working away on your Mac. You can send your clients professional and attractive invoices directly from within Harvest via email or PDF, and they can pay you instantly by credit card or by using fast payment gateways like PayPal, Authorize.net, Trust Commerce, and more, basically giving you the flexibility to get paid in the way that you want as fast as you need it to be. Harvest have created a service that's so intuitive and easy to use that you can spend a lot less time worrying about your timesheet and a lot more time focusing on getting your work done. You can try Harvest for 30 days for free today. Um, no credit card is required to do this, no obligations either. You can go to getharvest.com and sign up for the free trial. And once your trial period is over, you can use the code 512 so there's uh, the numbers 512 at checkout, and you will receive 50% off your first month. Do this quick as this offer expires on August the 1st, 2012. Thank you very much to Harvest for sponsoring. So where are we? Number four. Mm-hmm. So number four on my list is a pen that you introduced me to. Um, it's a pen that I use every day. It helps me out in my day job immensely because of the way that I like to take notes. Some people already know what this is by now. That's the Hitec C Colito. Oh, that's right. Good choice. I like that. So the Hitec C has made it on my list in a in a in a uh, fashion. But what I love about the Colito is it's um, a cheap pen. You know, the actual pen itself is cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, how much are we talking here? Like, like two fifty, yeah. three thirty, something depending like that. Depending on what you want, you can get them from like three dollars up to like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you can buy like a pack of the refills. They're refills in every color under the rainbow. Um, they last for a reasonable amount of time. I, I bought a new red refill recently because I use red a lot of work. But I mean, I've been I use this every day since the first time we spoke about it, which was a couple of months ago, and I've still got life left in it. You know, in that red refill. That's um, really good. Just having a multi pen with the quality of refill like this is incredible. Everyone knows how great the high tech C is. And my favorite thing about using the Kalito is I can hold the barrel because I've spoken before. I, my, my main drawback with the high tech C is the traditional barrels that they come in, I find to be very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But the Kalito is, is, is nice size for a, a multi pen, it's very slim, very, very slim. Um, and it has a nice like sort of rubber casing around the barrel, but it's it's circular. It's not like any sort of pointy, crazy shapes. Um, I love the the way that you know the, the way that you um, change the ink. You like flick off the little top, which is cool, and change the ink that way. Yeah, it's a pen that I've u- I use it every day and, and still love it. It's fantastic. So there you go. And my number five on my list is the Kawako's Classic Sport. Um, nice. I, I think the reason that I wanted to put the Kueco on the list is just because it's so different, and I love it for that. It's this tiny little thing, um, but it doesn't, you know, from from what you lose in size, you don't lose in quality. It's a very well-built, very gr- you know, really nice-looking pen, um, and they obviously pay a lot of attention to their nibs. I mean, I use a medium nib in this, which is rare for me um, because, you know, it's quite fine. Mm-hmm. Um but it's very comfortable. In all the other medium nibs I've used, like the Prera, I, I enjoy the Prera, but the Prera I have, because it's a medium, uh, but it's a medium Japanese nib, I know, but um, it's very scratchy. 
um, and even other medium nibs that I've used in the you know the non-Japanese standard, I still find to be quite scratchy. But I don't find that with the Kaweco. It feels a lot more comfortable for me to use. So I enjoy that pen very much. I know that you are obviously a Kaweco fan. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, which you know I didn't necessarily mention directly. Um, you know, when we were talking uh, last week about my AL Sport, is that they they really do have a unique design compared to most other pens on the market, um, and and that's a big that's a big selling point. And they do such a good job with it that um, you know, not only is it is it unique looking, but it's really quality to hold, and the, the nib qualities are is top notch. So yeah, it's they 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 can do almost no wrong in my book. They yep. they they do a really nice job. You know, we, we spoke about um, we spoke about a couple of weeks ago about the Oto Rook that I bought. Yeah. On a whim, I mean, mm-hmm. you compare these two pens together because they're trying to compete in the same class. Mm-hmm. You compare these two pens together, and you know the, the Kaweco just walks all over it, backwards yeah, and not, forwards for hours. Not even close. Doesn't even come close to it. And it feels like that pen, the size has been its downfall. But right. in the Kaweco, it actually feels like the size is what what makes it better than the rest. Yep, yep, I would agree. I would, that's exactly right. So that is my list. Do you have any comments on my list? I, I, I think it's great. I mean, I... I I, th- I could have predicted predicted the top three in some order. <laughs> I figured the retro because we didn't talk about it beforehand, but I, I knew the retro fifty one was going to be one, and uh, that's awesome. And I actually struggled with that one. You know, I thought that might slide into number five, but uh, for me, but you know, we have we like uh, different uh, tip sizes and nib widths, and and that was one of the things that held me back from making from putting the retro 51 in, in my top five i really now, had my fingers if, crossed when i was reading your list they would be on there <laughs> now if i wrote a list that was called the top five pens i would recommend to people that would probably be number one so i mean there is a you know it may not be the absolute perfect pen for me but if someone came to me and with a, you know certain criteria um, that pen is probably one I will recommend almost more than any just because it's that good. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, of course. I mean, I am biased, but it's the pen when people, when listeners get in touch, new listeners get in touch, and they say, you know, I want to be a pen addict or, you know, I want to tr- start trying some new stuff out, mm-hmm. um, some unique stuff, you know, things that I don't get from just the store. What do I go for? I tell them the retro. Yep, you know, same here. It really opened my eyes it was one of the first pens that I bought um, since doing the show with you. Um, that was out of my comfort zone, and it totally just changed the way that I look at this stuff mm-hmm. because it, it shocked me so much. I, I, I bought it because of the way it looked. Um, I thought it would just be cool to own and then was just totally shocked by the writing performance. Right. Now, if I could find a... Uh, um, in- it, it, I admittedly have not done done the research and put the time and effort into finding it, but if I could find a 0.5 millimeter refill for it, it, it would probably be a top five pen for me. I think you probably could, you know. Let me- I think I could too. I just have not delved into that uh, completely. I, I, I think I could too. So we'll, we'll we'll make that a goal of mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually I've just gone to their site right now. <laughs> <laughs> Need refills. 
and go find online dealers. If I could find a 0.5 gel refill, that would be a huge win, which is what I like in the Moleskin Classic Roller. What are we looking for, a 0.5? I'd take a 0.5 anything, though. Hmm. Loading packages, it doesn't, on their site, it hasn't got, like, hasn't got sizes, but... Yeah, I think I've looked through, through their site before, and it's all the, the standard medium or 0.7. Yeah. But there's there's tons of compatible refills. I just got to find that one. You got to find the one that works for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah, because it kind of just... They don't really... All the, the refills that they use, the standard ones, either the retro branded ones or the Schmidt ones, from what I mm-hmm. can see, I can't see any sizes on them, which would suggest, obviously, that they're one size. Right. Right. But Schmidt Schmidt themselves have such a huge line of refills, I could probably find a Schmidt. Yeah. You know, like I said, I just haven't, you know, gone to, to match the match the size and the yeah, shape of the refill to see if I could find a You've got to make sure one. that they fit, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Retro 51 gel refills. They have, like, yes, yeah, so it's got medium. They've got some Parker ones. Interesting. Never mind. But, yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure that there is – that you, it's possible. I would love to know if you can if – you, if you are able to do it and then what you think about it after that, you know? Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that because uh, that, that would make a huge difference for me for my personal use of that pen. Well, hey, I, I do. I, like you said earlier, I, I did submit uh, some questions out to uh, our Twitter followers about uh, their top fins, top five pins. You want to hear a couple of them real quick? Yeah, I'd love to. Go, just knock off right. the first one. First, first one's from uh, one of my best pen friends around. She's been reading. My, she was one of the first readers I ever remember at at, at Pen Addict and the first commenters, and I've known her for ages. And now she writes one of my maybe my favorite pen blog um out there that's uh anna from the wellappointeddesk.com yeah great uh, uh, it's a great great site she's awesome she's so cool and uh she sent me a top five list and uh oh, i think awesome. yeah huh that's great yeah i think i think you were gonna i mean it, it's an awesome list and uh you will very much appreciate this list her number one is the coeco classic fountain pen oh awesome um, she, you know, it, it, she wrote some blurbs about each of these. I'll, I'll, I'll read a, a little bit of it, but she's just saying, you know, inexpensive portable cartridge, cartridge filled fountain pen available with a wide variety of nib widths. Um, it's the best quality fountain pen for the price. And, and, and I think that's a very, very accurate, accurate statement. Mm-hmm. Her number two, she cheated and she actually said, don't shoot me uh, for, for cheating, but it's basically gel ink multi pen. The high tech C Colito, the Uni style fit, or the Pentel Slissies. She says those are all essentially interchangeable. <laughs> um, so you know, p- pick the one you like best, load it with your favorite colors, or even a pencil, and then you have you know, you know, you have all of your options right at hand. Just why you like the Colito so much, you know, and the the style fit and the Slissies are, are you know nearly identical in in style and in quality and in usage. So that's her number two. Her number three is the Pilot V5 Precise, which I think in the UK, I think this is the Pilot VTech, I think we've talked about. It's the needlepoint yeah. um, liquid roller. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is like an all-time, you know, like a pin hall of fame type of pin. You know, it's been around for 20 or 30 years. You know, you can get it at the big office supply stores. Um, and, and Anna says, you know, in a pinch, it's my go-to pin 
Um, you know, you can buy them a dozen at a time, have them laying around everywhere. You know, you have a decent pin at, at arm's length and, you know, you're not worried if someone's going to run off with it, but you know, it, it's a good quality rider when it's there. Um, her number four is the Uniball jet stream. And her comment is it's official. The world is over. I found a ballpoint pen that I like. <laughs> Just can't get on board with the jet stream. Yeah. I, and I think that's a, I mean, it's a ballpoint bias, right? I mean, the ballpoint pens are traditionally junky. <laughs> Um, and they're horrible writers and, you know, the jet stream has done a good job at fixing that. Um, but I can understand where that writing, that ink or that feel from that type of pen is, is not for everyone. I love the jet stream. I'm a huge jet stream fan. Um, they've, they've been littered throughout my top five over the years. Um, and, uh, I think Anna just recently, you know, tried one out and, and found that she liked it to know what, What's uh what's your hold up on the on the jet stream? I just don't like the way they feel when I'm writing. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like the ink and I know that when you originally sent the pen to me, mm-hmm. you know, it was like you you thought that I would like it because of the ink. But mm-hmm. for some reason there was just something about it that that didn't pardon the pun just didn't gel with me. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's I mean it's 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 different. I I can certainly grant you that. And um Let's see. Anna's number five pen is the Marvy Le Pen. And she says, uh, you, Mr. Dowdy, go for the Secura Micron. I go for the Le Pen. I love the colors and the small portable size. You know, the Le Pen is a, um, you know, a felt tip or plastic tip, um, plastic tip pen that comes in, you know, just a huge rainbow of colors. And, uh, you know, I, the, the, the Le Pen to me, why I don't, you know, say rank it as highly is it's, it's a much softer tip. Um, you know, there's different levels of softness in those plastic uh, art pens and drawing pens. And the, the Pigma Micron's a firmer, more solid tip. And the the Le Pen has a little bit more, it's a little bit softer, a little bit more flex in the tip. So that's her top five list. That's a pretty, that's a pretty solid list right there. Uh, a lot of pens that we like and we talk about a bunch. And, um, and I, I, I do have another top five. Do you want to do our second sponsor before I dive into this? I would love to. And, uh, of course, our second sponsor this week is Squarespace. Um, I'll tell you a couple of things about Squarespace. We've spoken before about you know uh, all of the excellent things that they have, including WYSIWYG design tools that allow you to create your site to look exactly as you want. If you want to change the fonts, you can do that in a pinch. If you want to change the colors, it's just a case of going into the editor mode, selecting the part of the the site that you want to change, and then just select the new color. It really is as simple as that. They have rock-solid hosting, and the whole time I've been with Squarespace, I've only known them to go down twice, and that was scheduled maintenance. I'm not exaggerating. I've been using Squarespace for about three years in total maybe a little bit over and they just don't go down um i've had you know i've had the fortune of being linked to from you know some some quite large sites and and stuff like that in our time and the site doesn't even blink when no matter who, how many people we've got coming it will just continue to load fast no matter how much junk i've put on it um Squarespace do a a real great job of of taking care of the whole package for you. You have um, social widgets that you can implement so you can natively have your tweets come into your sidebar if you want. Um, you you know they offer 
as I say, not only with just the hosting stuff, it's a whole solution, it's a whole package. They give you the ability to, if you sign up for one of their annual plans, you can get custom domain names for free as part of the annual plan. And if you want email, then they'll sort you out of Google um, Google Apps email too. Squarespace just take care of absolutely everything for you there's a native ios app that you can use to view your statistics to to post to the site they just take care of the whole shebang what i want you to do is go and try them out and um, you can try squarespace for two weeks for free and to do that you just need to go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and you can get you can try the whole system out you can build your site import your old posts you can try out the ios app see what the statistics look like absolutely everything and then once you decide that you want to buy as i'm sure you will be blown away by what they offer at checkout we can give you 10 percent off your first order whether you buy an annual plan or a monthly plan you get 10 percent off the first purchase to get that, you just need to put in the offer code 70 decibel 6 That's 70-D-E-C-I-B-E-L-S-6 at checkout. You'll get 10% off. Thank you very much to Squarespace. Awesome. So I got our, uh, our second and our final uh, top five list from one of our listeners. This is uh, in your area. This is from Dave in Leeds, UK. And Dave hi, says, Dave. "Huh?" I said, "Hi, Dave." Hi, Dave. <laughs> and uh, Dave said, "You know that this list. He's kind of gotten. He's new to this, right? So he's, you know, been listening to our podcast and getting some suggestions. And you know, he's tried out different things. And so he's he says, this is my uh, my favorites from a from a newbie's perspective. So his favorite is the Uniball Sino Retractable. I, I'm guessing this is the." Um, the 207 line um is it is it called the 207 in the uk as far as i'm aware i think so um i don't know if he's talking about the sino rt um which is also a, a really good pen but that's one of the pens that really got my whole pen addiction started so i can see why it's his number one it was my favorite pen for the longest time it's a really good quality dark ink really good consistent writer and it's it's readily available um that's a pen i recommend to people a lot too when i, I get emails they're saying you know here are my criteria for a pen and uh the uniball sino um rt or the 207 come up a lot as, as far as recommendations go the second one is the Pinter, pentel intergel xm retractable since it's a pleasingly constructed pen writes a little thin for a 0.7 uh, which many which many will like um I don't know if I've used this. I forget what they call. It. I'm, I'm blanking on the pen, the inner gel retractable inner gel hmm. that they introduced not long ago. It has X something in the in the name, um, and I've reviewed it. It's really good. Um, inner gel gel ink pens X traditionally metal tip. What Pentel Energel X metal tip retractable? Okay, thank you. That's the that's the one I was thinking of. I'm guessing you know we've we've talked about before how um, companies for whatever reason will brand and name pens different the same pen in different parts of the world uh, differently. Um, so I I don't know why they do that, but I, I'm guessing this is probably the same pen because um, there's not many Pentel Energel retractables on the market, and um, you know I, I, the Energel is another pen that I recommend a lot over say like a pilot g2 because the ink is is really awesome and it dries a little bit faster than some of your other gel ink pens so 
that's a good quality. Now here, number three, this is a curveball right here because I've never heard of this, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> okay. going to butcher the name, and um, and I'll I'll just read his whole his whole statement here. The pen is called the Xingfeng Lantu SF2101. He says, what? I hear you cry. A total no-name Chinese rollerball. Got a box of 12 for three pounds on a market stall two years ago. <laughs> and, and despite the lack of pred- pedigree, they are good, consistent riders at 0.5 millimeter. Not seen them since, though, alas. Somewhat similar in, in look and performance to the Uniball Eye. I'm so, not even uh, gonna, going to yeah. bother... Oh, hey, hang on. When's our When's our Sheng Feng? <laughs> you found it. <laughs> I found it. But I'm going to put it in the show notes. But this is okay. a, this is a weird. This is a weird website. It looks like they they've ripped off the uh, Uniball. They've ripped off a Uniball. That that would be my guess. Looking at yeah. looking at the name, and, and it's probably a, a knockoff line. Of, you know the uh, uh, knockoff manufacturer. You will know what I mean. The Uniball with they've got their silver body. They've got like red, blue, or black nibs. Like sorry, the, their uh, tops, and they've got a sil- flat silver clip with a mm. see-through plastic right on the top of the cap. Yep, that's just like the vision or the that's eye. That's it. That's it. The eye. That's what I'm looking for. Yep. But it's going to be. It will be in the show notes. Somehow. I'm surprised you found that quick. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm, I am quite good at, good at the Google. <laughs> I really am. I, I'm quite good at googling. I don't know why. Fast, fast, fast. Now this one. Uh, this is right up your alley. Number four on his list is the Barrel Handwriting Fountain Pen. Yes. And uh, it, that just must be something you grow up with in the UK, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of what you mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, I think Mike mentioned this on the podcast a while ago, unpredentious, uh, you know, three-pound fountain pen. I've owned three. Um, you know, he says, just says it's a good, good all-around, good all-around pen. And this number five is the Zebra Z-Grip Ballpoint. Um, lovely, lovely ergonomics on this pen, even though I'm not a big ballpoint fan, must try the gel versions. Um, I've tried the, the Z-Grip, the I'll say the one the one good thing about the Z Grip is if you want ballpoints ballpoint ink that comes in a lot of colors, Zebra is one of the few that puts out like a ten pack of you know rainbow ballpoint colors, which you are not always the easiest things to find. You find that more in, in gel pens and liquid ink pens. Um, that said, the quality of the ballpoint line I've I've used them before. Um, they're they're not that great. Um, they they skip a lot in, in the ones that I've used, but. Um, Dave, you should you should definitely try a, a couple couple different uh, ballpoints. Maybe try Jetstream. I like them. Mike doesn't. Well, you know, maybe we'll maybe you can you can try one out and you can you can tell us where you lie in there. But uh, that's Dave's list. Awesome list. You know, the the biggest thing is you know about these lists is it it's definitely finding out what works works best for you. And it's it's as both you and I have found out, Mike. It is a moving target. Yeah. Yeah. The more entrenched you get into this stuff, the more um, random things you start to find. And it's those crafted pens, like some, even some of the Kickstarter stuff that we were talking about a couple of weeks back, that's, you know, that's where you start to find some real gems, and, and that's where it starts to get out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. That is the truth. All right. Well, I think that uh, I think that about covers it for today. Excellent. You can find us online. Um, Brad is at penaddict.com, and he is 
at Dowdyism on Twitter, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. Until next time, thank you, Brad. Thanks, Mike. I will talk to you later. Whoa, whoa, cheers. Bye-bye.